Welcome to The Daily Degenerate, the ultimate sports and entertainment podcast for your busy life. My name is Cohen Hughes, co-host and producer, and I'm joined by Los Angeles' very own Maddie Goldberg. We appreciate you listening and hope you enjoy this episode. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Daily Degenerate Podcast, number 49, the last one of 2018. We are heading into a new year, 2019, and I'm joined for the last time of 2018 by the one and only... Guys and gals, ladies and gentlemen, freaks and geeks, my name is Cohen Hughes. For the last time in 2018, I am Podcast Poppy. For the 49th consecutive time, I am the Michael Rappaport of the South. On this day, December 31st, 2018, I am the professional devil's advocate. And on Skype with Maddie Goldberg, the big, the bold, the beautiful, I am the Johnny Sins of podcasting. Maddie Goldberg, was was that a good one today? Was that a good one? Yeah, but now I'm going to make you feel like shit. I got to put you on the spot. So I'm looking at your Facebook you take a picture with a lovely lady, and I'm like, you're wearing like a tuxedo. I'm like, wow, good for Cohen, man. He does get the bitches. It's my cousin. He does get the ladies. It's his cousin. It was her birthday party. Like, you had to dress up for her birthday party? Well, I think I got. Yeah, you look like. She you look too dressed for the party. Me up, and hey, birthday party, Saturday night, da 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 da. I'm like, cool. I get off early. Be a good chance to go to Buckhead and. Get absolutely obliterated. She did, however, tell me that this was a quote unquote formal party and quote unquote. I will not be allowed in without the proper dress. Yeah. I walk in the door to her apartment Saturday night. It's already about 12 or 14 people deep. Everybody's wearing fucking jeans. Bitches. I was so fucking mad i was irate i don't blame you dog you but, look like i mean to wear a tux and everybody's wearing like casual clothes you look like a jackass touchdown bro, bro i look Oklahoma like a state i look like touchdown. a complete and total schmuck and that what the jews say schmuck yeah you you are a schmuck now you must have been able to pick up some of her friends though i'm sure she has attractive friends did you get any work done? I mean, you could have used the tux as your advantage, but I'm sure you're too much of a numbnuts to figure that out. So what I did was I took off the tie. I rocked blazer, unbuttoned shirt, casual, yeah. business casual, whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah. I wasn't having a good time at first. And, of course, I'm not going to tell you if I got any action because the only action I publicize is betting action. Um, oh, look at that. He's what, a professional. What, that what, means you did get action. You what did I did. Action. What I did. So I got did get extra action. crazy drunk, so I was forced to have a good time. I ended up oh, going out to the bars. I uh, stayed for God knows how long. It was 4 o'clock before we got in the house. Um, I had a good time. Moral of the story, I wasn't having a good time at first. I was actually having a pretty fucking horrible time because I overdressed. was tired from work. and You got action. I had an awesome time. You got action. Tell me about it. I had Who an was, awesome time. What's her name? 
I want to know her name so I can add her on Instagram. Her her name was Good Dot Time. Yeah. I had a good Did you get time. A hooker? Yep, I had a good time. Nice, man. Congratulations. You got a little action, bro. Yeah, I never said that. You did. You just did. You just said, yup, by accident. Nope. Look, you're trying you to get said out it. of this. I, I love did. putting you on the spot. I hey. love when you get nervous about this. You know you hate it, but it's good for ratings. It is. It is. I, and, 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 and you are right. I do hate it. And people want to know. Why can't you say, like, yeah, I got a little action? Maddie, I am a gentleman. Who's going to? She ain't listening to this. You're, you she are probably 100% right. She probably doesn't know Steve Sarkeesian got fired. But let's say, let's just say that me and some random attractive young lady go out one night. I take her back to my place, spread her shit open, and go to work. You see what I'm saying? Like, I, like I'm, I'm going hoard. Well, keep it classy. Let's say, let's say she loves it. You spread her she, shit open and, and go to work. Go to what hard, is that hard. Is I'm talking talk hard, yes. You spread her shit open. And Jeez go to work. Louise. Let's say, I'm, I'm trying to divulge into your realm now. Oh, I'm a gentleman. Let's say, gentleman. let's say all that happens. She loves it. She's stalking my profile the next day like any crazy girl does. And she clicks my podcast. Oh, he has a podcast. Let's listen to the first four minutes of it. I don't yeah, think she would what? appreciate me putting Wrong. our business out there in the street and talking Wrong. about me spreading her shit open and getting to work. Wrong, wrong, wrong. You're 100% wrong. As a matter of fact, and I can attest this, I know a lot of guys will hit me up. She will be upset that you didn't talk about her. Trust me, I had a very, very... Uh, I had a girlfriend for three years who was attractive. I was on another podcast... She loved when I talked about her, and she loved when I talked about our sex. So you are wrong, wrong, wrong. This is a hill just, I'm willing to die on. You are just wrong, my friend. That should be my, my middle just name. Same. I'm wrong all the time. Well, you're not. You have some decent sports takes, but I, I'm telling you, I'm, a, I'm an older guy. I know you. You want to keep things private. I know you're a good Southern gentleman who drinks sweet tea, gentleman, and. and Oh, God. You're I'm one of the fellers. All right, brother. Well, now on that, we should probably get to the sport. Or, like, what are you doing tonight? I mean, you're ready. You look like you're ready six beers in. Nah, I'm, this is my little my first beer. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of at a crossroads because... Do you at the crossroads? My prestigious roommate and friend of the I am... Or, I said I am. Uh, the <laughs> prestigious roommate and friend of the Daily Degenerate podcast, Burton Brown who yeah. you know and love, who had a terrible fantasy team, and I won. He said my team sucked last year. <laughs> I, I, I think you guys are rivals in fantasy football. Well, no, there's no rivalry. Like, it's like no, you guys are division rivals. When, when I'm a better team. Like, what they used to say with the Red Sox and the Yankees, there's no rivalry because the Yankees just kicked the shit out of the Red Sox. So there's no rivalry. It's only a rivalry if you split all the time. He's never beaten my ass. I'm a champion. He's a nobody. He's a I did not know we had LeVar Ball on, on the, the podcast today. He's been smoking peyote with his hippie Grateful Dead dad since he's six. That's his problem. He's got to lay off the peyote. Look, you're loving this. <laughs> that was funny. I think it's funny how you call it peyote. Like, what is peyote? Peyote. 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 My dad told me he took peyote once. 
What happened? Because the last, the last Sopranos or the last ser- season, Tony Soprano took peyote in Vegas. My dad watches it. He's like, dude, it's just like it was, bro, back in the 60s. You take it, you throw up, you go in the woods, in the desert, you start seeing shit, bro. You start fucking, you know, my dad was a nutty hippie. He was like Burton Brown's dad. All right, let's Maybe you guys are that. brothers, or maybe you're his uncle or something. So tonight is the first night I haven't been with a lady in a long time, and I was, like, triggered by New Year's Eve. I'm like, well, what am I going to do? I'm going to be really uh, depressed. And whatnot. I said, fuck it. This is about me tonight. I am. I got some pizzas. I got some popcorn. I got some soda. I'm just going to chill by myself. Anybody who wants to come over can get a slice of pizza, and I'm just going to chill and do nothing and – Watch stupid people on TV pretend to be happy. I don't understand the whole New Year's Eve phenomenon just because, like, tomorrow your life is going to suck. You know, you're like, yeah, it's New Year, man, but tomorrow it's going to just go back to normal and suck. Like, the Falcons tomorrow will still be 6-10 and 10 or 7-9 and nine or whatever seven the fuck and nine. they were. Don't did they win me. that game yesterday? Don't yes, they did. On a game-winning yeah, field goal. Matt Bryant. So uh, let me give you a fun fact before you continue. The Falcons actually dropped from the seventh draft pick before the win yeah. to the fourteenth. Well, that's the typical Falcons, Falcons for you. manner. Yep. But you know what? You play to win, man. You play for. I, I agree. For I agree. I I, I, I didn't them. say I, I didn't say I disagreed with it, but look, I was proud. It was good that in the NFL that the, the Bears had nothing to play for, the Cowboys had nothing to play for, and they played hard. Mm-hmm. I like to see that, especially the Bears. But we'll get to that game because that's a really fascinating, you know, one of the stories of yesterday. Now, what do you want to start out with? Because you did some notes before this. You've been really slacking on this podcast. so I did. I I've did been slacking too, to be honest. I've been, say, we both month, have. I've been slacking. We've both been slacking. Well, the holidays have today, been super busy for us. Yeah, but today's been great. Today is just like I can tell we're on. Oh, we are. We got the chemistry bumping. Me yeah. and you got lightning rods coming out of each other's heads, and we're hitting them. I'm lightning staring rods at coming out of our ass. I'm staring at your beautiful eyes right now on the screen on these glasses. You like my those, shirt, my tiger shirt? Those Coke bottle glasses you got? Oh, get out of here! Yeah, I hope you. I hope you washed that shirt since Christmas because I saw it on your Instagram I did, on Christmas because I jizzed on it. Ooh, fuck! I'm 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 watching uh, Oklahoma State Mizzou. I got a big bet on Oklahoma State plus nine and a half. That was my state. Remember, my Stouffer's lock. That was the, They're uh, up 14, the French bread pizza. But Missouri's driving. And then I got a little money on the money line, which is a huge money line. Huge. Uh, so, I mean, that's not a bad. That's a pretty good prediction. It is. So the half, halftime, 14-10, Oklahoma State leading. Missouri's driving, though. All right, so start where you want to start. So... I'll leave it up to you. I'll give you two choices. Uh, this is a New Year's Eve podcast, and we are fellas who do like to live in the past in terms of sports and good things that happen to us. So, it's your choice. Do you want to start on our top five sports moments from this year, or do you want to start yeah. in our New Year's resolution category? Let's do our top five sports uh, moments, moments of the, of the year. year. Okay, yeah. I actually have six because I'm an overachiever. And like you said, I've been slacking, so I need to come with a hot fire today. Okay. Um, number six, number one seed Virginia gets beat and upset by number 16 seed UMBC in the March Madness tournament. Okay, that's on my list. 
It is? What would what, you rank that? I didn't really have a ranking, but it's on my list. Okay, Mr. Free Spirit. Um, I yeah. didn't I didn't put it on there because I loved it. I actually hated it because it busted the hell out of my bracket. Virginia was my, I think, national champion, honestly. Um, yep. or, or they were in the championship game. Um, that was just crazy. First time we'd ever seen a 16 seed win a game like that. Like That was just crazy. I was in Savannah. Uh, it was on St. Patrick's Eve, I think, because I was extremely inebriated inside a bar. I look up, um, catch the last two minutes of the game, and just sitting there in shock, like, oh, my God, did this just, did this just happen? All right. That's we, good. I'll talk about it. Should I talk about that too now? Or? Yeah, I guess we'll, we'll, we'll kind of align them up. That way we can not use the same one twice. All right. Well, my thoughts on this is, like, you know I go to Vegas for March Madness. Uh, you know, of course I thought Virginia was going to win like everybody. I'm older than you. I'm, I'm almost 20 years older than you, so – I've never we and you course, and, like and, and you and you never fail to remind me of that. I've been watching. Well, I'm just saying I've been watching sports 20 years longer than you. That's my only point. I'm not trying to say I know more than you. I'm nah, just saying, nah. Like, I'm, I'm saying you you do like to bring up the fact that you're an old man. But the point I'm trying to make is like, for me, I never thought it would happen. You know, mm-hmm. and it's been 40 how could years. it? How could it happen? Yeah. So. You know, I'm 42. I never saw it happen. And you're watching the game, and like I, many a times, there's been about 10 or 12 times, a 16 seed will get up by like eight or 10 points, and you're like, whoa, whoa, yeah, yeah, we're an upset watch. And then by the end of the game, it's like a 20 point win by the number. Like they just like 12 minutes in, the other team just dies. They can't make a shot, and then it just like just becomes a slaughter or whatever. Yep. There's been some close games, but never like, but this game was weird because it's like, all right, any second Virginia is going to come back. And then you're and like, never happened. Virginia can't came back. They're not made to come back. Mm, they're made and to then control by the like, tempo and, and, and hold ball possession. Exactly. They're like a running team of football that just like runs the ball. And if they're losing, like they're like the Ravens. If they're down, they're fucked. Mm-hmm. Ravens, and, uh, Titans. Um, yeah. Titans. Bills. Titans. Yeah, so you're watching by like ten minutes to go. You're like, they're gonna lose. Not only they're gonna lose, but they're getting smoked. They're they're getting absolutely beat. Yeah, it was like a 12, 14 point game, and it was, you know, everybody clapped. That was after the fouls and 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 all the dumb free throws and garbage time. All these degenerates were clapping, like we were shocked. Yeah, and uh, it is one of my memories. It's one of the memories of the year for sure. It's it's one of those hard to. It's like. It's hard to remember because it happened in March, but I certainly it was it was a damn big memory. Yeah, it is, um, and and that's good for me as someone who I'm not going to say takes hard drugs recreationally, but smokes a lot of weed, drinks a lot of beer, will experiment from time to time. The fact that I remembered that is yep. pretty standoutish. Absolutely, um, Matty Goldberg, go ahead and give me one. Okay, I am going to go as a as a gag one. I know you're going to get really mad at me. <laughs> But Thomas Pinlin was second. <laughs> is one of the sports of, course. of the year. Of course. Give me that shitty fucking Hawaii over, and they're going to cover the spread lock. And the bad thing the is, he said lock. Thing. He said lock like eight times. Like He was so confident. You want to hear something funny? This guy who's a degenerate who slept over my house for a few days, he's friends with my brother-in-law. And uh, he happened to be – it just so happens he's like a crazy gambler. 
and he's a weirdo. He's a fucking weirdo. He's a head case. He's just strange. I he probably is gonna. Like, what do you mean strange? What's up? I'd be nice, but like, what do you mean strange? Like oddball or like he's it's a little odd. He's a few sandwiches short of a picnic. God. He's a few French fries short of the Happy Meal. Damn. The reason why this is a memory, it's like you're so excited to bet on football. It's like a football first game, game back. but not a football game because it's Hawaii and who do they play again? Uh, Colorado State. Yeah, Colorado State. So Mike not, Bobo is Colorado State. So it's not even like two teams are in like the top 100 or whatever. You know, they're two no. really bad teams. Yeah. So I'm like talking to this guy because he's at my house. I'm like, yeah, I, I'm going to play some poker. If I win this tournament, I'm going to throw some money on uh, uh, Colorado State. I got a nice lock. And and he, and I keep talking about it, how, you know, I think it's a lock, whatever. And the game starts. And he starts getting really upset, like, because Colorado State's getting smoked. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I'm like, he's like, why did you tell me this was a lock? I'm like, why? He's like, I put a hundred bucks God. on Colorado State. I go, look, dude, I didn't tell you to bet on it. He's like, all oh, you did all morning is say it's a lock. <laughs> it's a lock. I was like, I don't fucking know. I don't know. Like, dude. I never told you to bet on it. He goes, You've been saying it's a lock all fucking morning, man. Mm-hmm. I go, you can't go buy that. <laughs> <laughs> so God almighty. So so he goes on a date that night. He has, like, a date, and it doesn't go well. So he's, like, mad at somebody. So I'm, like, sleeping. He comes in my house because I give him a key. And it's, like, 1 in the morning, and he, like, wakes me up. He's, like, why did you tell me God. it was a lock? God. You got your fucking mind? Let me go to he's fucking like, bed. He goes, he goes, where are you getting your information from? And I wanted to say Thomas Pinland, but, but you I can't because, because, because he, he would have been murdered by your – stepbrother-in-law or whatever you said. Exactly. So that, that's that's my sports memory. It was just a fun memory. And I, I, can, tell, and I can tell. And I can tell because like, you always talk about that. But I, I love Thomas. Yeah, I, it, I it was funny. I back on the show. And I think he's a really fun guy and really not bust his balls. But I really like him a lot. Yeah, no, nah, he's so awesome. Just so he knows. He, the more I talk about somebody, the more I like him. Yeah. I just hope he knows that. I think he'll find this funny. He will. He will. He likes it. Um, so number five on my list, the baby Braves are back. Braves made the playoffs this year, uh, gave us a good, good little run. Should have maybe won an extra game or two in the playoffs, but as for not now, as the season's over, I do appreciate being relevant again in the scope of MLB. Young guys are fun. I like that we're getting TV coverage. I like that. Um, I went to about 50 Braves games this year. Good year in baseball. Yeah. Well, good for you, man. That's I'm glad you're a real fan. I mean, Atlanta gets a rap for not being, and we are. We're a hor- we're a horrible fans. we're a horrible sports city in general. We are well, you're, we you're, are one of the worst. You're you're incredible college football fans of Georgia. I will say that, but I guess that's not really Atlanta. No, nah, it's not. All right, my five. I'm gonna say I went to a Rams uh, Seahawks game and just I've never been to a pro football. Oh, with game. the DS guys. What's up? With the with Dirty Sports guys. That was the, that was yeah, the um, yeah. yep. So it was a great experience. Just seeing it live, soft fight. Uh, the L.A. Coliseum is a dump. But, you know, like the Rams might make the Super Bowl this year. They might win the Super Bowl. But it was, it was cool to see a Super Bowl, you know, a, a big-time team yeah. play. Russell Wilson was fun. To, Two playoff teams. Really fun to watch. 
So uh, that I really was a great moment for me, I guess, sports moment. I'll, get, I'll put that at number five. All right. Uh, my number four was the Tyson Fury fight. Um, to be honest with you, this year I really just now kind of got into like organized boxing. You know how like you kind of like watch the fights by him, whatever, and you just pick who you want to win. I actually, this year, I have some friends who are into MMA and boxing, so I've kind of gotten into it more and gotten more educated of what happens. And I really, really, really wanted Tyson Fury to win that fight. He put on a great fight. Awesome, awesome, awesome fight. The promo was great. That was probably the best fight I've seen all year. Uh, well, I never watched that stuff, so it sounds like fun, but uh, happy for you on that one. <laughs> I'm going to go with Pat Mahomes. Uh, Primetime games. So the Patriots uh, versus the Chiefs was awesome. The Rams versus the Chiefs was awesome. Even though the C- I bet on the Chiefs against the Seahawks, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. I just love watching him play. It just seems like Andy Reid just sucks coaching. You know, like Andy Reid's a great offensive mind. He obviously gets the most out of his players, but, you know, game time, game decisions kind of sucks. And it just seems like Pat Mahomes kept trying to bail him out, kept trying to bail him out. And he will continue to do so even in the playoffs. He's so fun to watch. He's so awesome. And he was – watching him versus Brady was great because it was like the old man and the young kid going head-to-head. And even when he went head-to-head with the Rams, that was was like one of the best NFL games you'll see. Just a real fucking crazy shootout. And he brought a lot of fun for me. He brought a lot of entertainment value. And the the Chiefs have a guy for a long fucking time. I like so that's it. My, so I'm going to say Pat Mahomes, just like bringing this. Nobody saw this coming. No, of like, course people not. People thought he'd be good, but nobody saw him being this good. Mm-mm. Absolutely not. So, so that will be my number five. Number four. You want to go or you want me to go? No, I'll go. My number three is uh, my Atlanta United wins the MLS championship, bringing the first quote-unquote major, or air quotes, major sports title to the city of Atlanta. Um, I didn't get the chance to go to a game this year because Sundays are are usually the home games for Atlanta United, and I just can't make a commitment. Yeah, I can't make a commitment to leave my three TV set up in the NFL. I mean – I love Atlanta United. I keep up with them a lot. Um, I watch most of the games, 80, 85% of the games, but I just can't find the, the time to make it to one, A, because tickets are pretty high, and yep. B, can't do it during NFL season. Like that's just Very understandable. That's just not not a good look. Okay. That's, but congrats uh, to the fellas at uh, Atlanta United. I'm going to go with the World Cup for my Damn. four. Man, mine too. We'll talk about this. I thought, I thought some of the, the last because it, you know we got lucky that some of the games really meant something in the first round. Mm-hmm. Like teams needed to score a goal at the end. Yep. There was I can't even remember, but I do remember Spain got in late, Portugal got in late, Sweden got like in late games, because South Korea yeah, these, beat Germany. Yeah, these games really were fun. Even Germany, the way they won at the end to get to the against or Sweden not to get to the next round. Yep. The the games were great. It was the the first the first round was actually fantastic because really good teams needed to step up and it came down to the crunch time. There was a lot of games that a goal was scored in the last minute. Yeah. Uh for the most part Croatia versus England was a great matchup. Yep. Uh there were some great matchups. The, this the was the best World Cup I've seen, I think. Yeah, the excitement for the was was really good, I felt. And it, it helped that 
I know everybody hates Russia, but it helped that it was in Russia because sometimes you'll watch the World Cup in a really hot climate, and these guys are just dying. Yeah, I was about to say, you wonder if it has an effect on the the pace, is what they call it yeah, in soccer. Yeah, I'm saying like 60 degrees was these perfect for the players. Yeah, oh yeah. Like 60 and cool. A little bit chilly, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure they'd much rather play that than like 100 degree weather, whatever. Yes, so. I am going to agree with you. Um, this was actually my number two moment, which is what we'll jump into right here. Um, even though I was rooting for Germany, I have rooted for Germany since about 08. Um, yeah. They had an absolutely abysmal performance outside that Sweden game where they scored a walk-off goal, practically. Um, mm-hmm. They were beat by mm-hmm. South or South Korea in the, in, in the last game of their group stage, preventing them from playing any more matches. They were beat by Mexico on the first day of which Mexico versus Germany was the match of the World Cup, especially if we're talking about the first round to me. I thought that Mexico-Germany match was excellent. Um, even though my German team didn't put on a great great performance and didn't advance to the past the group stage, I really, 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 truly do think that this was the best World Cup in a long time. Yeah, I agree with you, Sonny. All right. Um, so what are we on, number one or two? Two. My number two sports moment of the year. The year. Is, well, not big into basketball or hockey. Hockey. I like baseball. I like football. Um, I guess I'm going to go with because I've been watching a lot of college football. I guess I'll go with Georgia-Alabama was a fun fucking game. Mm-hmm. Uh, sadly, for your home state, they just panicked, but God. it was fun to the see Alabama punt, being taken. The fake punt, it, it was fun to see Alabama being taken to the wire. Mm-hmm. They sh- you know, It was a panic move. It was fun to see Jalen Hurts. Well, I've talked shit about forever that he sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, you sure have. Sat on the bench, didn't transfer, never complained, rooted for his teammate, helped his teammate out, and won. And it shows he's he's not an NFL quarterback, but he's all class. Jalen Hurts is all fucking class. Great teammate, great sportsman, and um, he practically enabled Alabama to be able to play in the national championship this year. Yeah, and that's because he did his homework. He knew, like, if he was going to go in, he better be prepared. And he was ready. He didn't pout last year when they lost to Georgia. I mean, they, I mean, he got benched and they beat Georgia. He didn't sit there and pout. He rooted on Tua. And when he got his moment to do something special, he did. It reminded me a lot of Drew Bledsoe in 2001. He lost his job to Tom Brady. In the AFC Championship game, Brady got hurt. And Bledsoe played really good. And was like, came in there, threw a touchdown really fast and didn't turn the ball over and, you know, handed it back to Brady in the Super Bowl. But it was a moment where Bledsoe was like the guy that got benched. He just signed a huge contract. He didn't pout. He had his moment. And that reminded me of Hurts. And Hurts could have transferred, could have pouted, could have bitched, but he didn't. He's all class. And I'll put him as number two. So, what are the most three important words in terms of the whole football team? Of Alabama? Any football team in the world. Uh, Team. Next man up. Yeah, I agree. Got to be ready. 
even if you don't have a, a marquee backup, having a guy that's ready and prepared can go a long way. Even if you're the New England Patriots. Even if you're the New England Patriots. Oh, that one's sick. Um, you want to do your number one? I'll do a number. A- I'll do a number one for you. Okay. So, my favorite sports memory of the year was something that I've. Because I don't know, like as a sports fan, don't you want to feel vindication? Don't you want to feel like you were rooting for a winning team and someone who deserved your time and effort and money? The Atlanta Falcons. This year, I didn't get that much that satisfaction, vindication from the Atlanta Falcons, but who I did get it from is the Utah Jazz. My Aww. number one sports moment of all year um, probably got me blocked on a lot of my friends' Facebook pages because of how much I post about the Jazz and how much I argue for the Jazz. Um, my Utah Jazz beat the Oklahoma City Thunder with three superstars, four games to two games in the first round of the NBA playoffs last season, which was still in this calendar year. That was the best sports moment I've had all year. I was on top of the cloud nine. My small market NBA team won a playoff series against a huge, or I wouldn't say huge market, but a big market with superstars. Um, beat them handedly, made them look bad. My team played great, got swept in the next round, but I didn't care. We won a playoff series. Arrivederci. I love it. Okay. My number one moment is my beloved Boston Red Sox, but it was awesome to win the World Series, but I'm going to say this. The game of the year, the game that gave me the biggest memory was a loss. Uh, really? We were forever grateful to watch Game 3 of the World Series. The longest. will go down as a classic which is great for me because I take my chocolate at night to get fucked up. And watching the last six, seven innings, high as fuck, like just like, wow, this is incredible. Yeah, this is awesome. It was pretty goddamn memorable. It was a game that will, like, if you're a sports fan, you've never seen anything like this in the World Series. You've never seen, even in the regular season, very rarely do you get a game that's 18, 19 innings. It was fantastic. There were some blunders on the Red Sox side. There was some poor management, in my opinion. But, you know, the hero of the game was to me was Nathan Evaldi, and he lost the game. And uh, it was just one of those games where, like, you'll, you'll, like, you'll never forget. Like, even I was pissed, I was still like, you know, I, I saw one of the greatest games ever played that will go down in history that probably – it's going to take a long time before we see a 19-inning game in the World Series. Oh, yeah. Especially any 19-game or 19-inning game that actually counts. Playoffs now, or big I moments. Could just, I could just brag about my Boston Red Sox, whatever, but I really can't because I hate how baseball has become like a arms race where the – Throw money the at most, the payroll and, and yeah. that's who wins. Yeah. I'm not going to like sit there and be like, well, the Red Sox are awesome. They can afford to get Chris Sale. They can afford to get J.D. Martinez. They can afford to get any guy pretty much they want to get, and then they can keep all the guys they want to keep Uh where some teams can't keep their superstars. Uh, So I like more the the way NFL is socialism. Everyone gets the same. Yeah. So, but it was a fun year. It was a great year. They were an amazing team. Uh, and they'll probably be really great next year. It's hard to it's hard to uh, repeat, but I thought the World Series, you know, 
Besides that one game, it was pretty, you know, it was pretty much a, a beat down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, we were forever, you know, that's a game I'll forever remember. Mm-hmm. Be glad you stayed up for it because I did not. I made a mistake. I stayed up for the whole damn thing. I couldn't do it. I cl- I cash about one thirty eight in my Red time. I Sox money line, which I was pissed because I, I was like, we got it. And then the Ian Kinsler play, and I was like, they should have walked Yassel Puig. You know, you had a shitty guy behind him. The back, Austin Barnes was hitting behind him, and they had nobody left. Mm-hmm. It's like, don't you, wouldn't you rather face Austin Barnes over fucking Yassel Puig? You would rather. He hit a rocket. He yeah. A fucking rocket. So that's my moment. Yeah. Hopefully we'll have some great ones in 2019. I'm sure we will. Uh, Sports is only getting better and better as time goes on. The more money and the more attention and effort we give to these sports, the better the product becomes, which is just a testament to um, why guys like me who never played a down of organized football in my life gravitate to the NFL and watch it so much and dissect it so carefully and closely because it is truly the best product on TV. Okay, well, here's another thing. Gambling is going to do nothing but keep ratings high and higher. For instance, I went years without watching ball games on New Year's Eve. Like, I went years without watching them. Now that I got money in all these fucking games. You have to watch all of them. I'm watching them like a motherfucker. Yep. So they know that everybody's gambling on everything. So these games become much more important. They become on prime time. They become on channels we can access. So I think, you know, we're going to, you know, you're going to see as many sporting games as you can see because there's, we're the Daily Degenerate podcast. There's a lot of freaking degenerates out there. Mm-hmm. And this is a bookmark year in the term of sports gambling and betting because didn't the U.S. federally declare sports gambling legal? Yes, it's still it's still on a state to state basis, but yep. as a country, we now have legalized sports gambling. So, congrats to us, kudos. Hopefully, in the next two or three years, it'll be every state. You'd be foolish if you're a state not to do it. There's so many the tax money. The tax get. money is great. Um, yeah, yeah you, fool. And this is this may be kind of far fetched, but it. it I don't think so, but you may hear this and think it's far-fetched. But I, I do think that making sports gambling legal makes people want to go out more and watch the games at Buffalo Wild Wings of and wants to, go, wants to go support your local bar. And yeah. we'll call Ubers to and from there. Yeah, some people might drive drunk, but now that Uber's never, a thing. Like, listen, Cohen, I would never watch the fucking Sun Bowl. I would never watch mm-hmm. Oregon-Michigan State on New Year's Eve or fucking Missouri-Oklahoma State. Now I would you never will. watch Northwestern Utah or NC State and Texas A&M later. By the way, I like Northwestern to cover. They always play hard. I've seen Utah play against uh, who they lose to in the, the Pac-12, Washington. Washington. They can't do anything. But like me and you were saying, we'll wrap it up here in a second because I know we're getting kind of long-winded on the whole sports are awesome <laughs> thing. Should we get into Black Sunday? Um, we still got one more segment before we get into Black Monday. Black Monday. Monday. So, this is a big time, because this is a New Year's Eve, New Year's Day themed show today. Yeah. And if you're comfortable with sharing a few New Year's resolutions, would you please do so with us? My New Year's resolution, I know this is embarrassing, 
is to forever shake the awful ex out of my body to not be triggered when she hits me up for dog favors or to like say I'm you know like I miss you and I hope you're doing well uh and to uh kick ass on stage hopefully get in that movie as the ice cream truck delivery guy kick ass at poker and be good to my friends kick ass to Bay be good to Cohen blow this podcast up maybe uh have a little fun with a new lady and just be happy and just enjoy my life and realize I have it good. I live in this beautiful house. I got games on. I got nothing to worry about. If I if I was with my lady, I'd probably have to spend Christmas with her, which means I'd have to go to 400 different houses and deal with some shitty mm-hmm. relatives. Go see somebody's and, fucking Aunt Pearl who's about to die. Exactly. And you can't watch yeah. the game. And you're like, look, like, I don't yep. care about Doris, your great-grandma's you sister-in-law's know. friend. You know, like, let's just get the hell out of here. And even tonight, I have to go to some bullshit party with some bullshit people that I don't like, that I would be miserable at, and I'd be like, I just want to relax and be home. So that's what I'm going to do tonight. And my New Year's resolution is just to keep being the decent man that I am and keep reminding Thomas Penland of his shitty picks. Yeah, that's a great New Year's resolution because I think his is to make better picks. Colorado State, Hawaii, never forget. Never Hashtag never forget. I will never let him live that down, and I know you won't either. So those are my resolutions. So, I um, understand yours. So mine are become more organized because I am a little fly by the seat of my pants. I do kind of let some things go until the very end, procrastinate, stuff like that, get better at organizational skills, um, Become more happy because, you know, I, I kind of make a habit to be, like, miserable sometimes. You know, I got a habit to be like, oh, yeah, this sucks, this sucks, this sucks. You know, like, be less jaded. Be a little bit more – what's the word? Um, look for the bright side in things, I guess, instead of so pessimistic. Um, yep. I don't know. Maybe quit drinking too many beers every once in a while. Well, you got to drink for the freaking uh, podcast. Got to. That's, I, I, that's when I become funny. Yeah. Well, that's but, a good one, brother. But I believe in you. I believe in you. I don't like your shirt, your Clipper Nation bullshit Austin Rivers shirt, but I believe in you. Um. So, speaking of New Year's resolutions, I heard this done on the radio. We are going to use different names and different information, but um, I'm going to give you a name of a famous sports figure, and you're going to tell me their New Year's resolutions. All right. Are we going to have time to talk about the games? We will. We will. We're going to cruise through this. Maybe That's, we should do. T- maybe we should put out two podcasts because this is like an hour already. We're we we're, even, we're right at thirty eight minutes. Okay, because we haven't started talking about anything. Nope. So, right. New Year's resolutions for Hugh Jackson to get the job at the Bengals and then make them even worse than they are now. Like they can't. They can get worse. They won what six games? Yeah, but they, they started out four and one. <laughs> they can Well, they can win zero games. So. His his resolution is to get the Bengals job and then make them 0 and 16. LeBron James, New Year's resolution to uh, get movies made in Hollywood. So that's why he's really out here. He is looking for Space Jam too. Well, Space Jam was filmed literally a thousand feet from where I live. You ever? Visit I did not me? know that. Show, I did not I will know show that. Show you where Space Jam was filmed. Uh, what the golf I course? I by a high school called Marshall High School. You can look it up. 
every movie was filmed here. It's like the it's like the high school that they film movies in. The stock high and, school, the default high school for movies. Yeah, and as a matter of fact, Andy Reid went there. Really? Yeah. Speaking and of Andy Reid, DiCaprio. Really? And Lan- the Honorable Judge Lancito. Look up John Marshall High School. Wow. When you're done, so I live like fifty feet from it. God Almighty. The kids are a bunch of shitheads in the morning, though. Of course, California kids seem like they can be pretty entitled. And- Actually, they're a lot nicer than New York kids, to be honest. I got to be honest. Like, yeah. they're a lot more respectful. But I see them skipping school all the time. Like, I'm walking my dogs, and they jump over a fence, and then they just run. It's pretty funny. Why don't you smoke some weed with them? Eh. There's a lot of, there's, like, cops. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I forget. We're not in the good old days anymore. You can't. And I would, I would go to jail because I'm, like, older, you know. I don't, yeah, yeah, don't no, want to mess no, with you, that. You are old. So speaking of Andy Reid, what are his New Year's resolutions? To not lose the first playoff game. That's a good you, one. That's 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 the best one you've done so far. And you that's have a good Pat one. Mahomes. That's a good one. Because he'll he'll get a pass if he wins one playoff game with him, but if he loses in the first round, that's not good. No, they'll have to. They might have to be like, you got us this far, but we need a guy to take us Wait, over the over the hump. Um, yes. Your favorite, Austin Rivers. What is his New Year's resolutions? To average more than two points a game and not get keep getting traded. Because you suck so much. Mike Tomlin. To find a new job. You think he's getting fired? Yeah, that, that fake punt. Yeah, it's not good. Sealed is it? the deal. Um, Plus, he barely beat the Bengals. He barely beat the Bengals. I know. And a you, must-win game. Your man, Dave Roberts. To figure out how to game manage and not overmanage games and just let I like that. Overmanage games. You're right. Overmanage. Keep, keep the same fucking lineup. You don't need to have 40 a different lineup every day. Mm-hmm. It's important for players to feel comfortable. To, to get know into exactly routine. where they're going to be. I don't like managers that fuck around every day. It's Steph, all, the players hate it. Steph Curry. Uh, to get Keith, Keith, Kevin Durant out of there. You think so? Yeah. Causes too much drama. Long. Yeah, it's too much. I think the, I feel the same way about Draymond. Um, Nick Saban. Uh, just keep being an asshole on the sideline. Yell at your fucking star quarterback who's playing with a broken ankle because he like made one little brain mistake and embarrassed him, even <laughs> though he's going to give you a national champion. Keep doing that, Nick Saban. You got to. That, that's how the train works. In the NFL. Even though you sucked in the NFL and you had to quit. Imagine if the Dolphins had got Drew Brees like he wanted. Then we'd be telling a different story about Nick Saban, I think. Maybe. Probably, yeah. Um, it would suck for Tom Brady, that's for sure. The freshly fired, speaking of Black Monday, Mark Richt, University of Miami, or ex-University of Miami. Uh, you'll probably see him on like ESPN or CBS. SEC Nation game, yeah. game day coverage. Yeah, he's headed that way, and hopefully, and then in like five years, it's like Mark Rick goes back into coaching, coaching University of San Antonio, Texas, or yeah, like Liberty yeah. University. Somebody who has no have, business of being popular at all. Like he's going to have a shitty job, and they're going to make a news story about it. Kind of like Les Miles in Kansas. Yep. Although at least Les Miles does have a national championship. He does. It's my last one, the last one that you have to answer. Yeah. Bill Belichick, New Year's resolutions. Uh, just keep being cold-hearted and asshole and keep winning. So I could have just said Nick Saban slash Bill Belichick. Yeah, but Belichick never embarrasses his guys. I've never seen him embarrass somebody. That is a good, that, 
that is a good point. You never see him throw he anybody just, under the bus. He if he if, if one it. person will make a mistake, let's say that you remember one time Montgomery chose to run the yeah. ball to the end zone and fumbled against the Rams this year. He cuts you. Yeah. Imagine Bill Belichick would still cut you, but he 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 would say, "Well, that one play didn't dictate what we do." Da, 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 da. He would make it a team centered. And then he would say, "We had to cut him because we had to get a couple extra guys." This has nothing to do with the fumble. We yeah, yeah, nah, yeah. He would spin it to where the team is still afloat, you know? Oh, yeah. He knows what he's doing. All right. So now, <laughs> for the next 12 minutes, we can talk yep. about the meat and potatoes. Mostly, let me get everything else out of the way so then we yep. can spend a good a good chunk of time on Black Monday and football. Okay. So there's nothing much that went down in the MLB the past several days. Even If you're going to tell me some utility shortstop schmo got signed by the Devil Rays. I'm going to fucking go nuts. I will. I wish I could, but there's not even anybody that has been signed like that. I wish I could bring somebody out for you, but I can't. The only transaction that's worth even talking about is the Los Angeles Angels, your Anaheim slash Los Angeles Angels, has signed catcher Jonathan Lucroy to a one-year deal. Not sure the financials, but that is a good starting catcher, so be, be proud of me that I brought a starter out for you. All right, moving on. Okay, nothing much. Rockets are on a tear. Um, Luka Doncic is still balling out. Um, that's about it. The, Haw- the Hawks are hot lately, but who cares? The Atlanta Hawks? Yeah, the Hawks have won five out of the last six. How's that rookie doing from uh, Oklahoma? Trey Young. So what yeah. he's been doing lately is um, – I'm not a Hawks fan at all. I actually – almost despise the Hawks. But you got to root for them a little. I do. I do. Um, I, I listen to their games and check up on them just so I can kind of talk shit and be jaded yeah. about them. But um, what he's been doing lately is he's been, he's been taking about two less threes per game, and he'll replace those with, with, with two passes. So his assists have been oh, up. Good. His three-point percentage has been up. It wasn't like 18.5%. Like, it was abysmal. But now I think yeah. it's up like 10 or 11 points from that. Um, he's been distributing a lot lately. Him and John Collins have been really good. John Collins is an absolute monster. Five straight double doubles in games. And other than that, I think, I think that's about it with the NBA. All right. Well, let's get to meat and potatoes. Should we get to the college football final four or the NFL? Um, let's go ahead and get college football out of the way. Okay. Well, I don't want to get into any of the bowl games because that's for gambling only. Yeah. But I guess we should get into the final four. Again, we gotta watch out about Notre Dame. Like now, we everybody will complain about. Can we ban Florida. them from like any important games now? Well, that's won, the thing. Like, lost seven in a row. But here's the thing: everybody goes well. If Central Florida gets in it, that's what's gonna happen to them. Like that's why they're like their excuses. Like, well, we really know they would get killed thirty to three by a really good team. Well, Notre Dame is no different. Notre Dame is just so overvalued because of their program, because they're rich in history. Mm-hmm. But they were a shit. I mean, they're you know they're a good team, but they were a shitty team on. They were just so outmatched on Saturday. That game, so that, that game, that game should have been way worse than thirty to three. That game should have been fifty to three. Agree. They were terrible. Their quarterback Awful. was terrible. Their defense sucked. They, Book, Book they, was holding the ball for way too long. Offensive line couldn't hold up. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't good at all. It was it was ugly as hell. I mean, not only were they outclassed as athletes, but they were they were just like completely, completely not in the same league of Clemson. 
No. And somehow people want to think like, well, Notre Dame, you know, they have a cupcake schedule. They really do. They didn't win a championship or a conference championship game. No. They didn't have They have a cupcake schedule. They got very lucky. They got lucky that Michigan was actually not a good team. And they got lucky that USC was not a good team. And those are usually their two hardest games. You know, they got really lucky that a couple of those teams stunk this year. And they and they bail and then they just you know they had trouble against some shitty teams too. They did. Like they almost lost to Pittsburgh. They lost. They almost lost to a couple shitty teams. And you know, watching them at like the second quarter, you're like, wow, this is a joke. And even Clemson they, had some miscues early. Clemson, um, Trevor Lawrence missed one throw. He had yeah. um, he had his number two receiver open for a touchdown, missed a throw. They got a bogus. It took them a while to get going. Yeah, yeah. They had a bogus holding call that um, I don't think it wiped off a touchdown off the board, but I think it wiped off like a goal line play off the board. Like they got to the goal line. And um, you're right. It, it, it took them a while to get going, but um, Clemson won that game 99% convincingly. Agree. So, Bama versus Oklahoma. What do you think? Uh, we expected this. Mm-hmm. It was it was fun to see Oklahoma fight at the end. Backdoor cover or my or my best friend. I had Oklahoma plus the fourteen and a half, and I had the under eighty four. Easiest yeah, I money I made all weekend. I think I, I hit it at, at, at like a weird time though. You know they got they stopped the guy at the five yard line. He scores a touchdown. The whole thing swings. Yep. it was a lot closer than uh you know. The over/under was very close towards the end, just mm-hmm. because it got a little crazy. Oh, it was seventy-nine. I mean, if you had it at eighty, it was seventy-nine. I mean, Alabama was doing some dumb shit. Guy makes a sack, and then he decides to take his helmet off. <laughs> and he's like, "I'm like, what are you doing?" Yeah. I don't you, understand that. I you know, like, he was miserable on Sunday morning right running there. running stairs. Like he literally just takes his helmet off, and you're like, "What are you doing?" Unbelievable. Like, when you have the game, you think you have it, and you know, like, because I knew Oklahoma was going to do an onside kickoff at the end, and there was, like, four minutes to go. Alabama could have got stopped and kicked a field goal, and we would have been all fucked. And that could have been a, yeah. Mm-hmm. I got an 80, so I just got it. I put 60 bucks on it, but it was such a sweat. I wasn't even, like, happy after I no, won. No, 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 no. That was one of those that, you, that, that you're just glad you didn't lose. Like, you're not glad that you won, but yeah. you're glad that you didn't lose. Exactly. It was intense. Um, so, the game itself, what do you think? It was a good game, and Alabama, you know, did what Alabama needs to do. Their defense got really tired. I really think Clemson, I don't know if they win, but I do think they cover just because their game was so darn easy. They're, Alabama, they're more rested. Alabama looked exhausted. Mm-hmm. Plus, Alabama had to play in 80-degree weather. In Miami, uh, in shitty Miami at a shitty Hard Rock Stadium. I'm sorry, I don't exactly. like Hard Rock Stadium. It, it, it looks like shit. Well, they had a tougher game. They had a much tougher game. They had to exhume a lot more energy. Clemson just cruised the second half. God, they didn't score a point in the second half, did they? Uh, it no, the didn't. Or no, or no, or, or, or no, they scored one touchdown. And say it was 20, 23 to 3 at halftime. I mean, it was a boring game that it game. It was, dude. It, it was stupid. It, I, I I turned that game off at, at, in the middle of the third quarter. Yep. I had the over at like forty eight, and it sure enough didn't hit. Well, the the point is that 
Clemson had a much harder, easier game. Alabama is going to be tired. Alabama is going to be more winded. I do think Clemson will cover. I don't know if they're going to win, but I do think they'll cover. They also have their defense. They rotate like two fucking different groups of players. Yeah, they do. I mean, they, have, so they, they have a deep. deep bench. They have a deep bench. They're so freaking deep. They are. All right, I'm about to put some money on these last games, by the way. That's why I'm a little distracted. I'm just going to – I'm about to collect uh, Oregon, Michigan State. I had the under. I'm going to parlay the two dogs, Northwestern and NC State. All right, so let's get to Black Monday. What do you say? Okay. We can go through all the coaches that got fired. Yes, I have a, I have a pretty decent list right here of what's going on. Let's start it off with my Falcons. Uh, the head coach didn't get fired like I wish he would have, but we did clean house. All three coordinators, Steve Sarkeesian from the offense, Mark Wan Manuel be coming from, from next the defense, year. and Keith Armstrong from special teams were all let go today. Uh, that's a tough one. I mean, that's something where Dan Quinn is basically told, like, hey, man, your it, job is that you, you want to keep your job, you got to fire everybody. And his seat is piping hot right now. Well, yeah, I mean, they'll, they probably won't fire him in the middle of the season unless it's like one and six or two and six or something. Yeah. But he's on the hot seat. That's like, hey, you're on the fucking hot seat. And no coach wants to fire all their fucking coaches. No. Like, no coach feels good about, like, getting rid of everybody. Like, it's it's terrible. Yeah. My so only thought he's on the hot seat. My only thoughts are, you know, my feelings on Steve Sarkeesian. Um, you like him. I like most people. I don't like him, but you love him. I don't I, get it, but teach his own. Our offense, in terms of total offensive production, the little stat that uh, the NFL website uses: the Falcons' offense finished sixth this year in the NFL, and only won seven games. I'm I'm not a rocket scientist. I'm also not an yeah. NFL offensive coordinator. I'm also not I know an NFL not, GM. I know you're not a rocket scientist. I'm not. But I have a, I'm not necessarily mad that Sarkeesian got fired. I mean, a fresh start could be good for us. I wasn't yeah. that attached to him to where I'm so upset today. I yeah. just I, I, I have a hard time believing that in this day and space, your your offense finishes sixth in the NFL and your offensive coordinator gets fired. I just with a well, with a beat up offensive line and no running nothing. game. Oklahoma State just got a touchdown. Twenty one sixteen, baby. I took the money line on that nine-and-a-half-point dog, bitches. Suck it. I told you guys, that's the money line. I mean, I'm not going to say it's a guarantee, but... Stouffer's will be proud of you right now. Yeah. We're spending way too much time on this because not even a coach got fired, but I've been critical of Sarkeesian. There's been inconsistency. Yes, they had some big-time scoring games. Their their uh, winning streak came at the end of the year. It where did. They faced we should Carolina. have been we should have been four and twelve. Yeah, I mean that wasn't. You can't judge them against Carolina. You can't judge them against the Bucks. Uh, also, they're when you're not playing for anything, you play loose. Yep. So you play a little better. So I think it's like just like telling the coach like you have one more year to get it back to where you were. Just you have you have a Super Bowl offense. Get it fucking back. Okay, so the Cincinnati Bengals have fired 16-year coach Marvin Lewis. Should have been done 12 years ago. 
Ridiculous. Oh, and seven in the playoffs. To think that they're going to hire you, Jackson. To think that they would do that. To that is fans. the word on the street. I'm not. It's, it's, it's not. It's, it's not a done deal. But that is the word on the street. Pathetic. Do you know how much the Browns are going to kill them next year? Do you know how excited the Browns are going to get up to beat the shit out of the Bengals? They'll sweep them again. It's like when you brought in you Jackson too. You're kind of like bringing him in to get him ready, maybe for next year, which is a dumb move. And you lost pretty much every game. You beat the Raiders. You beat one team with him here. Yep. Like, what is the excitement? Like, how do you sell a guy? This is the most dumb thing I've ever heard. Because how do you sell a guy who's won one game in two seasons and then a guy who's always sucked as a head coach, who had two head coaching jobs, comes in and goes like five and three or six and three, whatever they did, you know, and then they move the ball like crazy. And they lost the two losses were to the Chiefs. And to the fucking Baltimore Ravens, two yep. of the better teams in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And they played them toe-to-toe. I mean, that game yesterday was bloody fucking close. It sure was. Like, how do you sell that to your fans? You don't. I don't understand it. I don't get it. I've seen like, so many people on, on Reddit and on Facebook that – because on Reddit, if you post on the, uh, the NFL page, there's something yeah. called a flare. Your flair is like your little, the label next to your name, and people will, will put their team names, like Atlanta Falcons, Cincinnati Bengals, New England Patriots, whatever. I see so many people with the Bengals flares, fans of the Cincinnati Bengals, say, officially, I'm not joking, if we hire Hugh Jackson as our head coach or promote him to our head coach, whatever you want to call it, I will find a new team to root for. I mean, nobody's going to go to the games. And it's not like he's Why magically he is not magically going to come in there and fucking dazzle everything and like oh my god he went 1 and 31 and now they're like playoff caliber kicking ass like what's no. going on here the future with he Andy Dalton and and Hugh Jackson does not look bright does it no Cincinnati become Cleveland Brown fans yep like just to Same stick state. it to that organization I wonder if they did that just so Hugh Jackson didn't have to move. He could just keep his mortgage. I don't get it one bit. I don't know any. you can sell that to anybody. You couldn't sell that to me. You couldn't sell that to me. You're right. You're 100% right. I mean, what if if Dan Quinn got fired and Hugh Jackson got hired? You might even be like, I want Dan Quinn back. Oh, I would 100%. I I hate Dan Quinn, but I hate – I I don't even think about Hugh Jackson enough to hate him. You know, he's, he's a joke to me. Not trying oh, to be mean or caustic to, to, to a man's career. I know that's messed up to say, but yeah, if we if if we hired him, I, I don't even know what would happen. I, I couldn't be a Falcons fan anymore. Well, that's the thing too. Is like I'm about I goddamn close to not being one now. When I was at Hard Knocks, I was watching Hard Knocks. I was like, "You Jackson's a nice man. He's a good man." And there's parts of him that's a good man. Oh, he's honorable. But Very it, honorable. But he he wasn't because. He got fired, and he did his rounds on ESPN and talk shows, and he threw a lot of people under the bus, and that's bad. And do you want a leader like that? Like, you don't go on TV and be like, well, I wanted Pat Mahomes. Dude, if you have Pat Mahomes, there's no guarantee you're winning, dude. Nope, because you still have to develop him. He wasn't a rookie this year. He had to sit on the bench last year and sit and learn and get developed. But I'm saying there's no guarantee you're winning because look look what Baker Mayfield did when you left. Look it was at, night and day difference. difference. Night and day difference. 
I mean, we don't even need to talk about this. This is so fucking. I know. Is it, do you, do you, do you US... see what I'm saying? I don't think about Hugh Jackson enough to even think that he could be the coach of the Falcons. Like my franchise some, loves me more than that. You have some dumbass takes, but you're on. You're on with me on this one, and you have some dumbass takes. So sometimes. Thank you. Look at you. You still have to Michael Rappaport me back. Nah, I hey, I only it's I don't, a lion right? doesn't play with his food before he eats it. Okay. Exactly. So the Miami Dolphins have. Fired Adam Gase. Okay, now here's what pisses me off about this. Not that I think Adam Gase did a good job. I don't know what he's going to be. It seems like he might get another job because they still want these young, you know, young guys, offensive kind of genius young guys because they saw what Sean McVay did. Yep. The problem is Ryan Tannehill here. Like, they're going to bring in another guy that's going to be like, well, he's a quarterback guru, and he'll finally get Ryan Tannehill. Give up on Ryan Tannehill. He sucks. I'm sorry he to bring this sucks. up, and I'm sorry to bring this up, and this is quasi-facts here. I, I was talking to a buddy at, at work about this today. Yeah. Do you know Adam Gase's record with Ryan Tannehill on the field? What is it? It's very good. I'd, if what I say it? If I say 13-4... and four, Someone please tell me if I'm wrong, but I, it, it's it's around that number. It's thirteen that and four. Can't when he's, be that. Bro, I I was shown a picture today from Reddit to, from my buddy at work that when Adam Gase and uh, Ryan Tannehill are on the field together, the Dolphins' record is like double digit wins, single digit losses. I don't know. I I've seen enough of Ryan Tannehill to know he's not the guy. Not to mention one of the games you beat the Patriots on a total fluke play. Oh oh, oh yeah, should have never happened. I will so, say this, um, Kenny Still, guys like Kenny Stills, Cameron Wake, um, even guys like Devontae Parker, even guys like, hell, even Frank Gore, uh, yeah. came out and told GM Steve Ross that they disavowed Coach Adam Gase. Um, Kenny Stills like and Kenyon Drake came out as far to say publicly they would have requested a trade if Adam Gase was still the head coach. Well, you're going to get another guy in. There. I never knew that. I, I never knew that before today. I thought that he was more of a player's coach anyway. It shows how ignorant I am to the Miami Dolphins. No, you, no, because you know why? You know, I knew this is because when he traded, uh, uh, who's the guy, the guy in the Eagles, the running back that's out for the year? Ajayi. Yeah, he made some crazy, like, do your job. These guys don't know how to fucking play. He was very vocal, and I could tell, like, there, there, there was friction between yeah. him and the players. But. I mean, he'll get. I think what he should do is go back to be an offensive coordinator, like Josh McDaniels did. Yep. Get it's, your shit it's the back. Right decision. And there, then, there like, is such ready. thing as being a great coordinator, but a mediocre yeah. and awful head coach. Well, Josh McDaniels, he went to Denver. He came in. He was all yelling, whatever, and the players didn't respect him, and he was out really fast. And I don't think the players respect Adam Gase. They do respect Sean McVay. Because McVay uh, doesn't yell. to him better. He's pretty concise in what he says and puts yeah. things in business terms for fellas to. But I also don't care for Ryan Tannehill. I don't. The consistent. There's no consistency well, in and, the game. There's and and, and he's, he's he's on the field half the time. No matter what his yeah. record is with Adam Gase, whenever they're both on the field together, he's it's not. There's not that many games played. So what's How could you bank on that? The Denver Broncos have fired Coach Vance Joseph. Well, there's another thing where. Sure, he didn't really uh, do a good job in two years, but really no quarterback. Uh, it just the team is just 
has very, very, there just seems no motivation, like excitement. Mm -mm. And it all starts with a good quarterback. It sure does. I don't think uh, Case Keenum had a good season. I don't think we'll get to uh, Kirk Cousins in a second because I want to bash the fuck out of him. I know you do. Uh, so they need a quarterback. And, you know, he only got two years, which sucks. About Vance Joseph, um, I'll, I'll, I'll preface this with this. I do not think yeah. that he is head coach material. Um, I think that he is I, – I don't even know that much about Vance Joseph as a uh, D.C., yeah, but ha- that being said, I don't think Vance Joseph was was the right for the head coach. But that being said, I also don't think John Elway set him up for success either. No, he didn't. Holes in the offensive it was like line, a building. Not a good quarterback. Um, yeah, trading away key win. pieces. The one thing about being a coach is you got to figure out how to win, and if you don't figure out, you're out. Yeah, exactly. Especially in, in the NFL, in the MLB, and NBA, I mean, we can sit through a few losing seasons, but we can't. I mean, do you it look at it. The, for the Browns, uh, what's face did an amazing job. He's not even going to get a job. Greg Williams. He's he's, he's probably lu- not going to get he'll, that he'll job. He'll be lucky to still be the coordinator of the Browns. Yeah, he's probably not going to get that job. And he did amazing things with them in eight weeks. Mm-hmm. Turn that fucking thing around in eight weeks, like where they were just a fucking good team that knows how to win now. And like you know, the last game of the year, it's like. Baltimore knew, like, they're fucking coming in there to play. Like, this yep. is not the same old bullshit Browns. It's not. Like, they're coming in there to fucking beat you. And they had to win that they're game on the last nothing. possession. Yep. Oklahoma they- State up 28-16, by the way. Nine and a half point dog. I said, take that money line. What an absolute savant. We, that's why we love you, Matty Goldberg. So, for time sensitivity, we will move on. The Arizona Cardinals have fired coach Steve Wilkes in just I'm one year. I'm always one for giving a guy two years. Like, give him another year with Rose and then see what you got. I, Me I too. Think, I know they were unorganized and whatnot, but, like, the guy deserves another year. Hearing the dispute from Cardinals fan to that notion, um, he said that he was not – he publicly came out in an interview and said that he would not change the team's base defense from a 3-4 to a 4-3. He did that. Um – he had a hard time maintaining a staff. He had several guys quit and leave on him. Um, yeah. And even some Cardinals fans, I didn't watch a lot of the Cardinals this year, but they said that their 3-13 and record was indicative of how bad they were, but they still yeah. could have won two or three more games based on coaching decisions in terms of clock management and the chess pieces of football. So my read on the situation is that Steve Wilkes is not head coach material, but uh-huh. – like you said, we will not get the chance to actually validate that because he only got one year. I'm all for giving guys second year. I like that. Especially with a rookie quarterback who had a lot of growing pains. It did have little signs, but it has mm-hmm. a lot of growing pains. Mm-hmm. The Jets of fire coach Todd Bowles. Um, yeah, it didn't really work out. Um, I like Todd Bowles, Jets. but it just did not work out. I love that they're interviewing Eric Bieniemy. Mm-hmm. I think he would be a great fit. I think he's a very, very good football mind. I know he's been around with a lot of teams, and you know he's just uh, he just seems like a very, very smart guy, and he's doing great with the Chiefs. And I think he would fit best with the Jets. Also, developing Sam Darnold. I hope they get Eric Bieniemy. If Jets fans, you want to get Eric sleeping with Bieniemy, as Chris Berman used to call him when he used uh, to play on the Chargers. 
You know, he was really thin and fast, and now he's fat. Kind of like Chris Collinsworth? Oh, well, not But he used to be like a a super thin guy, like super thin as a football player. Like he was like a Darren Sprawls. Really? Yeah. Um, I'll say this. I like Todd Bowles. I think he's a, um, I think this, this is the way I I would put it. Todd Bowles could succeed in the NFL as a head coach, given the right situation. At first, in his first year at 10 and six, we're like, oh yeah, maybe this could be the right situation. Roster turnover. And got a little Fitz magic though. Yes. Yes. Um, roster turnover and just being an overall tough place to coach in New York, New Jersey, whatever you want to call it. Um, it's just not going to work out. I do feel like he will get a job this next year. He will not go long unemployed. Um, Todd Bowles, best of luck to you. It just didn't work out. And with the jets, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, a fired head coach, Dirk Cutter. Yeah, it didn't really work out, but this is again, like a Tannehill situation. I'm not a big Winston fan. I don't think, when you have a wide receiver wanting out, obviously doesn't believe in the quarterback. It's just there's so many things that need to be worked out on this team. And they have some talent. I like Mike Evans. They have some defensive talent. Their defense got better as the season when they fired uh, Mike, Mike Smith. Smith. But they definitely need, like, new blood, new energy. It's like I agree 100%. Need- I don't yeah. necessarily hate Dirk Cutter. I just do not think he's head coach material. And no. um, the only the only reason this didn't happen in week ten or twelve is because Fitzpatrick saved his job early in the year. Yeah, I mean they got weeks. two three wins that they probably shouldn't have. Absolutely yeah. should not have. They beat the Saints, uh, for sure. Um, that's about it on 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 Black Monday, especially all the big things. We'll do so more next we, episode because can I, can I can I talk about Kirk Cousins? Let me let me give you two more coaching pieces of news, and then we'll end it on your Kirk Cousins note. Fair. Okay. Yeah. Jacksonville Jaguars owner Shad Khan has announced that Doug Marone will return as the head coach for the 2019 season. I like this. You like I, Doug I, Marone? I, I, I'm a Marone fan, and I also feel like Blake Bortles is so bad that if you can get a Joe Flacco in there or a. That's, a, that, uh, that's an extra two and a half wins a season. If you can get a. Yeah, are you get, are, or maybe even an Eli Manning, you know, somebody that's <laughs> decent. And then you revamp. I think the defense quit on that team because they, they were did. tired of like. Well, well, well because was... they knew they knew that the offense is only going to put up goddamn ten points a game. So why even play? Yeah. So like, well, you know, you're down three zip. It's over. You're like, fuck, we're over. Mm-hmm. So get a new quarterback and give. I mean, Marone did get him almost to the Super Bowl last year. My Super Bowl prediction was the Jags and the Vikings, and the Jags started out three and one, looked like they were a Super Bowl caliber team, spanked the Patriots. Mm-hmm. And just the wheels fucking fell off the whatever. Yeah. So I'll give him another year with a new quarterback, maybe a veteran guy. Uh, if you're a veteran quarterback, it's a great place to go because you know you have a good defense. You got a Leonard Fournette, even though he doesn't stay on the field much. Yeah. So the weather's no beautiful. It. It's also like, who are you going to get? What coach is out there that's better than Doug Marone? There really isn't Todd a guy Bowles, I can think of that's maybe. like, who, who wants to go to Jacksonville too? You're right. Um, all the coaches being fired this year, maybe with the exception of Tomlin, if he gets fired. Um, if you like Mike McCarthy, which I know you personally don't, but our audience, if you like uh, Mike McCarthy and he's your thing, yeah, he might be better than Marone, but I don't think he is. I sure um, don't like Mike McCarthy. Um, <sighs> Marone doesn't do it for me. Same situation with McCarthy. What is his calling cards? What does he actually do for you that makes you 
makes you feel good about him. Other than that, um, like you said, who are you going to get? Yep. All right. Um, Carolina Panthers, which we all know this, have announced Ron Rivera will return for head coach in 2019. Well, get used to another 8-8 eight and eight season. Yep. 9-7 and seven at best, baby. By the way, I'm, I'm really thinking that Cam Newton is a little overrated. It's, it's, it's the injury they, this year. It's the injury this year. I, I, I don't like him at all. I don't like I just don't I just don't think he adds a lot to his team. And I think Christian McCaffrey is now becoming that team. And I really think that like if they could get rid of Cam Newton, they'll be okay. Like they can replace him with somebody that's good that just, you know, will hand the ball off and not turn the ball over, get the defense revamped, and they'll be fine. I'm not a Cam Newton guy. All right, go ahead and give me give me your 90 seconds on Kirk Cousins because we're running on time. All right, well, we got the playoffs set. Uh, I just want to say for betting, I bet big on the Colts yesterday. It's like you, you, you take your money, you go, who do you want your money on? You want it on fucking Blaine Gabbert or Luck, so there was – that was a no-brainer. My parents were at that game last night in Nashville. Cool. Fuck. I'm watching this Missouri-Oklahoma State game. Kirk Cousins is the, the just the bust of the year. He got paid big-time franchise money. I really believed him on the Vikings. He lived up to playing shitty in big games, playing shitty against winning records. The 5-32 against teams with a winning record in his career. That was a One game you got to play year. big. And you know what? It's on him, even though the Bears have a good pass rush, because you know, a good out. quarterback knows how to read the defense. Knows how he, to get the he ball doesn't out. Read Don't the take blitz. sacks. Take incompletions. He doesn't read the blitz. He doesn't know who who's a hot guy is to throw to. Like you watch a Tom Brady and Drew Brees, they got you beat. Like they know the blitz, they know it's coming, and they know the matchup. So it's like, okay, I got Edelman on a linebacker, and I got to get it out in one second, and it will destroy the blitz. And yep. he doesn't know how to do that. He's mm-hmm. running always away. And then when he when he's running to his right, he's done. He just can't throw the ball there. And it's just like, just get him out of the pocket and let him run. And he's just useless. He's awful. When you have wide receivers yelling at you and he's being put on the spot because, dude, you took the money, man. You 100% took the guaranteed. money. 100% guaranteed. You, you took that fucking money. And now the Vikings are sitting there going, God, we got to give him another year. But after this year, dump him. If he puts up another shitty year like that, just dump his ass. It wasn't a shitty year. Um, he had 4K yards. I think he had. No, nah, it was a shitty year. Like, you're looking at stats. Fuck the stats. It was a shitty year. Matty Goldberg, so, I know you got a phone call. Plug yourself so we can go. At Matty Goldberg, at Matty Goldberg 1. Ice House Comedy Club, if you're in the L.A. area. It's in Pasadena where the Rose Bowl is on January 2nd. I love you. Happy New Year. Be safe. Don't drink and drive. Never. And, Please don't uh, drink and drive. Tell me about the ass you get tonight. All right, ladies I and like gentlemen, it. my name's Cohen Hughes. Cohen underscore Hughes on Twitter or on Instagram. No Twitter. Facebook, Cohen Hughes. Um,